0: This week, we need to talk who's out. Is it Dorinda, Janelle, Denise, Andrea Savage? And sorry, Dad, I was out, and I did go to Action Park. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I'm so jealous right now. I I can't even take it. Today's cocktail is a peach high noon. You know how I love high noon, because today is
0: National Beach Day. It is? Yes. And I feel like... On the beach, this is what I'd like to drink: a high noon. I love high noons so much, and you cannot get them
1: in New Jersey.
0: It's very hard to get everywhere, but I happened to find a few of the peaches. It's so delicious. delicious. So, so, so cheers and happy National Beach Day! Why do they do
1: National Beach Day at the end of the summer?
0: I'm not really sure. Seems silly, but I'm going with it. Oh,
1: I, think I don't mind. really know why
0: they do Margarita Day in the middle of February, but any excuse to have a margarita, <laughs> fine with me. So I think we need to start off with a little sad news, the passing of Chadwick Boseman. I'm personally not a Marvel person, but I know the entire Marvel world is mourning the loss. And 43 years old, the Black Panther died of colon cancer, which is way too young. Terrible to see such a talent. I haven't really seen any of his stuff, but I am in his honor going to watch 42
1: I've had 42 on my watch list for so long me too me too and now'll be like this week just yeah. in tribute to him I am not a marvel person either, but I feel like he was really good on Saturday Night Live and I, he's been getting so much accolades for how amazing of an actor he is so it's really it's quite a bummer that his career and his life was cut so short and amazing to me he's been battling
0: colon cancer for the last few years, which I didn't know, obviously. And so a lot of these movies, like the new Black Panther, which I think is coming out in 2022, is already done. So he's been doing these things while battling colon cancer. Once
1: again, it proves the theory that if you want to keep a secret in Hollywood, you can.
0: 100%. So cheers. I'm raising my high noon to him, to all of the Marvel fans and his family out there. All right. Okay, we have to switch gears. Also sad news, but obviously not on that level. We need to talk Dorinda. Did I call
1: it or did did, I call it? No, but did we get her fired? Should I take responsibility? (laughs) You know what? I feel like if we had anything to do with getting her fired, the fact of the matter is she needs help. So maybe this situation will get her into therapy or get her into some sort of treatment because she needs help. Six seasons of Dorinda
0: and I feel... I loved her so much, but the last couple of seasons,
1: I believe, have been on a downward spiral. Yeah, and this past season, she's just been truly insane, as we've mentioned, week after week after week. And I really do think that the producers did say, we don't think this is a good idea for you. That's how I'm taking it.
0: I'm wondering, you know, in this world that we're living in right now, do you think that they like an Ellen DeGeneres situation. Like, oh, this is going to be a toxic work
1: environment. Andy Cohen's firing everyone. Everybody's going from a place of safety. And if there's the slightest little bit of anything, people are erring on the side of let's just do what's right and safe. And that's probably why we're seeing so much of this. But either way, we've been watching Dorinda now for a while. She has gotten worse and worse and worse. And this season, she's out of her mind. So I'm hoping that she takes the time she needs. Sounds to me like there's a lot going on. I mean, even this morning in page six, apparently she had negotiated a free rent for the apartment that she films in, the Oriana. I know about the Oriana because she lives there. So she did a good job. She was renting out her other place. So now she not only loses the free rent, but she's going to lose that $10,000 income. So that's a problem for her, which is why They're saying, even as
0: early as this morning, that they're saying, oh, no, uh, it's a pause. First, they went from she's fired. Then they said a mutual decision. Now, this morning, I think it's a pause. But maybe the whole apartment thing is tied into the pause. I don't know. In the meantime, she's sending out all these nasty things to Oh,
1: my gosh. She's after Ramona.
0: Baker. Again, I feel so bad. They were actually friends outside of the show. It reminds me of the LVP Kyle thing. That whole relationship became destroyed. And this is going along the same path. And now we're going to watch the reunion. But the reunion was before she was fired. So this should be very interesting. But more importantly, if Dorinda is fired, what happens to Len? Because I really am going to miss Len. (laughs) Let's hope Len doesn't lose her job. There's got to be a million Bravo jobs on LinkedIn right now. Because Annie Cohen is (laughs) on fire. So if Len
1: shows up, I'm going to be devastated. I really think that Len could probably parlay herself into someone else's apartment. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) You know, Dorinda did have a couple of good lines this week, though.
0: Congratulations to Leah. Who was... A business owner at the age of 22. What the fuck was I doing at 22? I certainly wasn't owning my own business. Has this whole downtown party this week. That party was hilarious. Hilarious. These ladies, they do not look like they're going to a downtown party. They are going to some Upper East Side (laughs) stuffy. I don't know where they're going with these outfits. I laugh so hard. And so Dorinda, when she's like, these people look like they're in their pajamas. Well, little do we know, fast forward four months, everyone's in their pajamas now. <laughs> so Leah's ahead of the time. Right. And Trendsetter. Dorinda says about herself
1: that she looked like Karen from Human Resources. <laughs> I thought
0: that Wait, was hilarious. The
1: thing I wanted to know about that was Karen from Human Resources. Is that where the whole Karen thing comes from? Yes, that's the whole Okay, I, a, never, uh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I just thought when they said someone's being a Karen that it was just yeah. a name that was chosen out of the blue. So now I got it, Karen from the Human Resources. But it makes more sense to me.
0: Actually hilarious. And the fact that they were all looking for a coat check. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, so funny. funny. It was so good. So that party and Dorinda had a couple of... Our Lady Sonia never disappoints. And Ramona
1: never. got all dressed up and then she left. In three seconds. She was so happy to be at that party. All right, so She so w- walks in with such a great attitude where everybody else is saying, why am I here? Look at these steps. This is ridiculous. And she thought it was the best party ever. She was cracking me up. And how
0: funny was when these guys say that she, they were drinking Captain Morgan. And she goes, well, now you're hanging out with Lady Morgan. I mean, <laughs> she doesn't care where she is. And that's why she's always going to be the best. Like right. She's she up for a give, good
1: time. She just rolls with it. I love that about her. Yeah. She didn't give a shit that there was no
0: coat check. <laughs> I will say though, I felt bad. I felt sad at the end when they were at the Russian Samovar, which literally is across the street from my favorite bar, which is the Russian Rocker Room. Yep. And I just got very sad that like I missed that. I missed the the, the crowd, the music, the bar, the dancing. You know, they were having a holiday basically, Gerinda's birthday, but almost a holiday event. Little did they know fast right. forward. How we different life down. would be.
1: Yeah. Totally. I felt I know that I shouldn't, but I felt really bad for John. That's no, so awkward.
0: It was very awkward. Again, are we all ignoring the fact that Luann is
1: now drinking again? Yes, and she's smashed. And that toast went <laughs> up. So she goes to do this toast, all great intention. And I don't know if it was the way that Bravo edited it or it was really that long. But Ramona starts screaming at her.
0: Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> is she serious?
1: She was hammered. Of course
0: she was serious. Oh my gosh. She is really. I mean, we're all ignoring that fact. We're just ignoring the fact that she's she out back drinking. So, rumor has it that, and I don't really know who this person is, but apparently when Leah got the job, somebody else that was up for the job was this Rachel Uchitel. I don't know exactly how to pronounce her last That's Tiger Woods' person,
1: right? Yes.
0: But I don't remember. That's- I have
1: no recollection. That was so long ago, but I know the name was Rachel Uchitel. And I feel like one of my friends is friends with her. So she is up for the job with Leah. Leah gets the job, and so
0: now they're saying if this Dorinda thing is real, they'll bring her in. They're gonna bring her in, which really goes back to the point we've been making about kind of this new look that they're trying to get.
1: Yeah, you know, watch out, Ramona, they're coming for you. Yeah, I think that Ramona should stop telling everybody she's sixty three years old. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Elise?
0: Oh Jesus, I don't even know what she said at the end, and she was started yelling at Ramona.
1: Quite frankly, if I'm Ramona, I leave too. What are you talking about, you maniac? Well, I have to say that I love the new word uh, that's now in my vocabulary. So you adopted, pour it out. Not that I'm going to adopt this, but friend jumping. Never heard of that before. (laughs) But I have to say, I've been a friend jumper, and I've had friends who have jumped on me. (laughs) Yes. So the
0: definition of a friend jumper would be what? that you just go from one to the next. So no. Ramona
1: Ramona threw her out. No, the friend jumping to me was that Ramona and Elise were friends. Right? And Ramona brings Elise into the group and Elise jumps over Ramona and says, "Screw Ramona, I want to be friends with this one or that one in the group." Oh. I've had I mean I've done that and actually got hammered for it by my friend for doing it to her but then people have done it to me too. Why is it so bad? Because you have another relationship with a friend's friend? Correct, without that friend
0: though. So you, so you do things with the friend's friend without the friend. It's very correct.
1: confusing, I need, I need a flow chart. Correct, All right. so. I if, get it, I get it. If I'm friends with you and I meet someone at your house that I really like and I go be friends with that person and I leave you out, that's friend jumping. I feel like <laughs> it goes back to everybody should just pour it out. It seems like, a, who cares? <laughs> Well, Ramona right, let's,
0: well, let's,
1: cares. Let's hope for the best for Dorinda. Let's hope for the best, but I don't think it's happening, Dorinda. I think you got to get some therapy and get a new apartment. And- let's hope for the best for Len.
0: And I'm looking <laughs> forward to the reunion next week. Oh my gosh, that reunion's going to be a It's going to be everything. Mess. It's going to be wait. everything. We need to talk Beverly Hills. Lisa Rinna, it's so crazy. I wish that I had- Wigs that has all these different names.
1: She names her hair. She's dead serious, by the way. Dead serious. Dead serious. I think that she takes on a persona when you put those wigs on. She <laughs> does, don't you think? She's a. I feel like she definitely takes on a new persona with some of those wigs. And I can't get over how different and good she looks in all these different wigs.
0: Did you notice that she had chop pillows at her house?
1: I did notice the <laughs> chop pillows. <laughs> I was
0: laughing so hard. I was annoyed this week. I'm annoyed by everything that went down. I'm annoyed at the producers. I'm annoyed at Dorit and this, why the fuck would I drink champagne that has no alcohol in it?
1: I don't understand that concept because that concept exists already. We already have- It's sparkling
0: cider. Isn't that the same shit?
1: Yes. So what do we need this for? I'm just upset
0: with everything. I I felt like the producers, they came into the show. It just seems so ridiculous. Like to do what? Ignite a little fire and then they left. Who is the guy that's lighting the candles by the name of (laughs) Pyro? (laughs) Was his name really Pyro? Does he work for Bravo? I'm so confused of who he was.
1: I don't know who he was, but I feel like that's the perfect name, obviously. And I feel like he's on duty at all times (laughs) for anything that anybody needs. See, I like it just because I like seeing what you can do at these parties. The ideas that come from these parties are just unbelievable to me. I know we've seen them set up these parties before, but I just wish I understood who pays for these parties. How much is the budget? This was a housewarming party, a brand launch. I was so confused. Who's paying the tab on this?
0: I was very confused, and they have a new caterer. I like the old caterer better. Oh, I
1: totally like the old caterer. Right.
0: So I don't know if now that we're firing everybody, Andy, we're on a budget. Pyro looked like the guy in the sled. Did you see that guy in the sled that they had in front of their house? Two young kids, how they are not freaked out by Christmas based on the decorations at Dorit's house. I don't know.
1: They have this twisted-looking evil... Santa, who looked like Pyro. Those kids are going to be damaged. They're going to be in therapy forever. I'm sure they've already started baby therapy already. And by the way, was it me or did PK seem over it? I think PK this whole season has been like, why am I on this show? Yeah. And also, is it appropriate for him to be wearing Aviator Nation sweats? Because I feel it's inappropriate. If I'm Aviator Nation, I'm a little annoyed. Speaking of, if I'm Dolce and Gabbana, I'm like, I'm like Sutton, stop wearing my clothes, Sutton. What was she wearing?
0: That was not the best Dolce and Gabbana dress I've ever seen. Obviously, the dress was not attractive. But please, Dolce has to reach out to Sutton and say,
1: stop wearing our stuff.
0: Because
1: I think she is not doing them a favor. She's not their target, although sounds to me like she spends a ton of money with them. They love her. But to be honest, she is really not doing right for the brand. Did, she, did you she's see how brand. ridiculous she looked? She looked hideous. I and this is a woman who thinks she is Miss Fashion. I just don't understand how they all just don't laugh when she shows up. I, I mean, I just sit there with my mouth wide open.
0: So, again, we know nothing. Again, it's the yeah, same it's story. It's so, again, Denise doesn't show. And who's mad? Who's fake mad? It's all silly. I just got to get to the reunion at this point. And now I'm getting annoyed. This whole thing. Is Denise coming back? Is she not coming back? Why is Lisa Vinnis so mad in the first place with her chopped pillows? No one cares, Lisa. Right. No one cares. Well, so, I care about the chop pillow, to be honest. <laughs> right. I know. You do care about the chopped pillow. I saw that there's going to be a new Housewives. Are you going to watch
1: it? Yes, I am. Salt Salt Lake Lake City. City. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in.
0: All right. I think so.
1: I mean, I don't really know much about Salt Lake City, so I'm excited to test it out. Yeah. I know that I've flown there in order to get to Park City, but I have not spent any time in Salt Lake City, but I am very curious. I think we have one more week For Beverly Hills, and then then the reunion.
0: Mm -hmm. And for New York, we just go straight to the reunion. Correct. So, good. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for Salt Lake. I'm ready for some new blood. But we need to talk big brother. Poor Janelle.
1: I'm so sad. I am too, but- I really feel like from the get-go, she was a target. Everybody kept calling her the legend. They were nervous about her. I knew it. She's my favorite, favorite, and I'm so sad. Me too. But she was a true all-star. David, this
0: idiot. He's like a mess. I he's, he's a, a mess.
1: mess. He doesn't even understand how to play the game. He, he- does not understand. He is not an all-star. He has no idea what he's doing. I can't listen to him another second. No, I think they just let him in because he was the first out last time. But at the end of the day, if you're the first out, there's a reason you were the first out. And you suck at the game. You have no idea what you're doing. He needs to go.
0: All in all, though, I don't know if you agree with me, but all in all, it was a boring week of Big Brother.
1: Yeah, because we knew who was going to be nominated. And unless something juicy happened for the veto, then and nothing did then we knew what was going to happen there was only a couple things that i want to call out a i thought thursday night julie looked amazing so for please, julie i for, thought she looked amazing okay let me just say this
0: i i tune in and there she is in the black dress which again i've said it a million times great figure But she just can't pull the whole thing off. So she's got way too many accessories and horrible shoes. Why can't somebody just give her a good pair of shoes? She's got a hot black dress on. Why we need 75 necklaces, 65 bracelets, turquoise earrings. Let's just simplify, Julie. Let's just
1: look, like, appreciate the hot body that you have. I agree with you. I think, you know what I was thinking? Are they trying to match the accessories to the to the note cards because i felt like this week the note cards and the earrings matched really yeah i don't know what's going on if they're I, trying to do that that's ridiculous i can't even <laughs> please but i did feel her hair was on point yes her hair her was makeup on point. was on point yes Her agree. dress was great yes great. she was terrible yes jewelry terrible i agree, I agree. But, but for her, it was, for a good her it was good okay so i had Julie looking good, poor Janelle. I also wanted to mention that there's a bidet in the house. Yes, I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. No. And the fact that Enzo is using (laughs) it and discussing it and that his bidet splatter is all over the bathroom is disgusting. Disgusting. That was my only notes for Big Brother this week. I'm hoping that things get shooken up this week. And I'm hoping that you remember
0: to to be kind because that's what Julie told us. Remember to be kind. I'm telling you, she's the new Ellen. I can't take another minute. All right. Well, I'm hoping next week's a little bit more juicy and we are all things top 10. Netflix top 10. We need to talk. (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Million Dollar Beach House. Let me just say, it is this Netflix, another real estate show. I guess it's trying to compete or mirror selling sunset. Correct. It it is not even close. No. It can't hold a candle. But there's a reason why. It is a fugazi selling sunset, (laughs) as Big Frank would say.
1: Is everybody serious? I don't understand who cast the show. You have the most beautiful setting of the Hamptons. You have the most beautiful homes, although I am confused as to why every single house is white, but okay. But every (laughs) single thing inside every single house is white. So I I guess nobody worries about anything spilling. Nobody worries about any children's dirty hands. Of course not. There's just white furniture, white everything, white carpet, white pillows, white chopped pillows. The problem with this show, because you have the best Real estate, most beautiful geography to look at. Oh my God. It was the biggest stunning.
0: Tools, tools on
1: earth. No, no,
0: on earth, the biggest
1: tools. If you were
0: selling your home, this is what I was just going to say. Would, would you trust any of these guys?
1: Noel, Joel? No, I would not trust <laughs> Noel, Joel. JB, what? Jimmy, none of them. They all look, dress, speak like idiots. They have no idea what they are doing, and these homes are millions and millions of dollars. And the fact that none of these people know what they're doing, I think that Peggy, who didn't, I don't think she came off very well in this show,
0: but she actually does know what she's doing. I felt like she came from the New York City market and she was on Million Dollar Listing New York City. Okay, so she's worked with Ryan and those guys, and so she actually comes in with knowledge. She's a lawyer. But these other tools, it was only six episodes. Thankfully,
1: so I- they're only six. They're only 30 minutes each. So if right. you want to see beautiful homes and beautiful landscape, definitely watch it's it. It's worth but- it for two things. For one, to see how beautiful
0: the Hamptons is. Stunning. These homes are breathtaking in our backyard. So well, not our Dublin friends in our backyard, but our New York friends <laughs> in our backyard. And the other reason why I watch it is because by episode three, If you could play a drinking game, every time Mike says, I am going to be a father, (laughs) you you take a shot. This is amazing. Six episodes of I'm going to be a father. I started late episode three, but you can now start episode one if you want to play a drink.
1: Had it been a good show and I could rewatch it, then I would do that. (laughs) But since it's a shit show, I'm not going back and watching it. But for anybody who feels the need to watch it, that's a great idea to get you through it.
0: The I mean, homes were
1: magnificent, though. Oh, my gosh. L.A. in Selling Sunset, I feel like the girls are the stars. The homes yes. are secondary. This show, the homes are the stars. The people are the worst, so who cares? They are breathtaking homes.
0: This was more about the homes. Yeah. And I did read an article saying that it was very difficult. So the, so the agency is called Nest Seekers. Horrible name. And Horrible it, name. It was very difficult for them to show some of their, of their sellers because of privacy and stuff. So they have a lot of people in the Hamptons that didn't want their houses, their faces. So that part was difficult. And I also was thinking, which I'm fascinated about now, they actually were struggling, right? There wasn't that many success stories, to be Correct. honest with you. Not like selling Sunset you know, every minute, they're ringing the bell or whatever. Right. So, and now in the market that we're in now, those guys are probably all of those properties super busy now a hundred percent. So I'm
1: sure that those guys are very successful now and like very busy. Well, now they'll be successful because they have a TV show platform. So between the marketplace and now that there's this platform and everybody in the Hamptons may now want to be involved, perhaps they're doing much better, but oh my gosh, they're terrible.
0: Well, it's in the top 10 and who knows if it's going to come back,
1: but <laughs> the stupid play 10. the
0: drinking game like I told you. Every time Mike says I'm going to be a father, drink, take a, shot, take a shot, have a high noon, whatever you want. <laughs> anyway, we got to move on because we need to go back to something that we can relate to because I cannot relate to the million dollar homes, No, but
1: we can relate to Action Park. So there is a, on HBO Max, it's an hour and a half documentary called Class Action Park, And it is about this. Which is a great name, by the way. It's fantastic. And it is the story of an amusement park that I went to a bajillion times as a kid. A bajillion times. You did go a bajillion times? I probably went 10 times, maybe more. It wasn't that far from where I lived. Maybe hour, hour and a half. As soon as we got our license. Okay, so let's just take a step back. The place was the most dangerous place you could possibly go. 100%. And we all knew it was dangerous, didn't care. There was no supervision, none. Kids ran the place, you got hurt, you were at your own risk, you were bloody. And it ended up getting shut down over a certain amount of years later, but- 1978 to 1996 is a long time. I didn't re- we stopped going when we got smart, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Because we went a lot. Rich, my husband, he had that, alpine slide where his skin got burnt off i mean he got hurt and was bloody and yet we continued to go back it was the best place ever and every single bad thing that happened that they depicted there all true there was death nobody cared you got hurt nobody cared we heard about more people getting hurt nobody cared so (laughs) we'd go to school with our bumps bruises scabs and everybody would be like action park right Yep, action park best place ever in this day and age nobody would ever be allowed to go. It really did bring me back to my youth, totally. I didn't grow up in New Jersey, but
0: and I wasn't allowed to go to Action Park. So my family said that I was not allowed to go to Action Park. And one time, I snuck to Action Park with my (laughs) boyfriend and his friends at the time. That's how people got there. (laughs) I guess if they're listening now, yes, Dad, I went to Action Park, but whatever. So we go to Action Park, and... It's everything you said and so much more. It's everything the documentary says and so much more. And my boyfriend jumps off. There was that rope thing. That Yes, the Tarzan, tarzan swing. Tarzan okay, Tarzan swing. And he breaks his collarbone. <laughs> of course he did. And so now <laughs> we have to go home. I'm freaking out about myself, obviously, because I'm not allowed to be in action park. Meanwhile, the poor guy's collarbone's hanging out. <laughs> and I have to try to somehow pull it off that I wasn't there. I mean, we drove. Yeah, it was crazy, but it was so great. And I think about things now. I think about just what you said. It would never exist. No. Nobody would ever go. And the the thought of water parks in general right now, I don't know. How do you feel about water parks? I think they're gross at this point.
1: I remember we had to take Dylan to the Great Wolf Lodge when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being so skivats out of that place. (laughs) The germs, the water, the piss, everything. Because when you're... 17 years old you have your license remember there was no phones there was no cameras there was nothing you had to actually go and try to have your own fun and that place was freaking fun as fuck you were insane there you know they depicted it as a drunken festival i honestly do not remember the drinking at all yeah you know, good point. First of all, I was gonna say thank God that we didn't have the GPS trackers, because I would have been <laughs> screwed. I would have been
0: so screwed. But secondly, that is a good point because I do remember just like other amusement parks at the time, they always had the Oktoberfest, Polish Fest. But when we went to Action Park, and again, I snuck out only went once, but I had friends that went all the time. It wasn't a drunken thing. They didn't get no. drunk at that. You know, it was more about we were young and, and it was all the water eyes. It wasn't a drunk for some it was. The people that, that they had that were live that were live at the time, the footage that they have, oh my God, they were scary.
1: The thing was I wonder why my father didn't let me go. My mom didn't even know where I was, so it didn't even matter. She had no clue where I was. They did talk about it, but I just can't stress it enough. There was nobody watching anything. No lifeguards. Were, no lifeguards. You were self-policing. You're, the one ride that they showed that was, for me, what happened to us, the tube ride where all the tubes go smashing into each other and there's millions of people just stuck and we're all just like, push. You know, we managed. We managed. There was no problem. We figured it out. People were bleeding. It was okay, but we got through the ride. It was so little fun. Say- It's worth the watch. We're relating it to our
0: memories and what we thought of when we watched it. But even if you've never been to Action Park or you've never heard of Action Park, just the story of this park and the guy who developed it. and Who knew it
1: was money laundering?
0: Right, exactly. And all the people that got hurt in the class action suits. It's fascinating. It's an hour and a half on
1: HBO Max. Flies by, I definitely say, watch this thing. Whether you're from Jersey or not, watch it. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. A couple other things. So I've been watching a couple of things that you haven't been watching and you've been watching a couple of things that I haven't, that I haven't been watching, but just really quickly, I really want you to watch Yellowstone. I know I want to watch it. It's season, all the rage. Yeah. Season three just ended highest rated show on cable. 10 million people watched the finale. Wow. Um, good for them. It's on the paramount network, but it's also on the Peacock streaming service. You can watch it all. It takes place in Montana, this beautiful ranch, Kevin Costner, his sons. It's a family drama, but it's a world we know nothing about, this whole cattle ranching and stuff. Really, really, really good and just Love it. beautiful to look at. So I On highly suggest list. checking it out when you can. How many seasons? Three seasons, but they're not, I want to say maybe they're 10 episodes. It's not 22 or anything like that. Will it be renewed? Yeah, it's been renewed already. Oh, okay. Awesome. Great. Yes. And then the other thing that I watched that you didn't watch was a documentary on Apple Plus called Boys State. I am obsessed with this documentary. I have gone down the rabbit hole. It was funded by Lorraine Powell Jobs, Steve Jobs's wife. And it is about something that happens every single year in every single state. It's sponsored by the American Legion and it's a leadership program for boys and for girls. This one focuses on the one that is for boys and this is Taking place in Texas two years ago. And it's literally these boys all get together. They go to Austin, Texas. They start a government. You don't know anybody, and you have to petition to get on the ballot. You have to debate. You have to do speeches. You campaign. At the end of the week, there's an election, and they elect a governor of the state of whatever they're in, this case, Texas. It was just truly fascinating. I know that this podcast, we really don't do politics. We don't do anything of depth. (laughs) We're all about just pop culture, but I will say it's fascinating to watch. And if you're into that kind of thing, or even if you're not, I highly recommend it. Boys State, Apple Plus.
0: I'll definitely watch it. But speaking of pop culture, I don't know why you're not watching Love Island.
1: (laughs) I don't know either. What
0: is wrong with you? I don't even know what it is. It is so bad. It's good. Love Island is a CBS show, believe it or not, The only problem with Love Island, although I love it, is that it's on every day. Every day. That's why I'm not watching it. It's five days a week, seven days a week. It's every day. At least five. But it's so freaking good. Is This a season two. So season one last year, they have all these singles, you know, and they're on an island and blah, blah, blah. You know, you're supposed to couple up. It doesn't matter the premise. It's silly. But this year, because of quarantine and this and travel... They, they are on a rooftop in Vegas. So it's like love, hot rooftop. They're sweating. <laughs> they're sweating every second. It must be 200 degrees. There's no island to be seen. There's smoke and fans. I swear, just that alone, the fact that they're on a hot rooftop in Vegas is just worth it. It's so good.
1: Love Island. Oh, okay. So cool. I'll have to check it out this week.
0: Oh, it's so funny. All right. So let's get serious. We need to talk Emmys. We are coming closer. I cannot believe this week is September. Depressing. But in September, our Emmys, again, 920.
1: So this week, we said that we were going to talk about actor. Right, Right. best actor in a drama, best actor in a comedy. What do you want first?
0: Okay, let's do uh, drama first.
1: Okay, so for best actor in a drama, we have Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, Billy Porter for Pose, Jeremy Strong also for Succession, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, and Steve Carell for The Morning Show. That is a tight race. Really tough. Holy shit. Well, I have to go with my favorite here with my heart. I'm going to go with Jason Bateman from Ozark. Oh, interesting. Now he's never won for acting. He's only won for directing. So I would love it if he did win. However, I'm going to say that Brian Cox from Succession is going to win. Billy Porter won last year. Okay. So Billy Porter's not going to win this year. Sorry, Billy. But Brian Cox... I think will win, but I would love it if Jason Bateman did win. Listen, you know how I feel. We
0: talked about this with the actresses. I love the show Succession. Yeah. They've gotten a ton of recognition in these Emmys. So it could be that they take, a, they take away a lot. But I am,
1: fingers crossed, all things Jason Bateman. Okay, so for actor in a comedy, I think it's a slam dunk and I think I know what we're both going to say, but let's go through the motions anyway. Okay. You got Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Don Cheadle for Black Monday, which I don't even think that shows a comedy. Ted Danson for The Good Place. Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method. Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. And Rami Youssef for Rami. Stop it right there.
0: (laughs) I don't even need to say another word. If Eugene Levy does not win for Schitt's Creek, I'm going to flip a table like the Housewives of Jersey.
1: (laughs) We need him to win. All All right. Cool. So next week we will do Supporting Actor, right? Correct. All right,
0: so a couple of things in the news. We need to talk. There's a couple of birthdays. So I'd like to point out <laughs> that Giada and Claudia Schiffer both turned 50 and are so smoking hot. I had to see Giada on a boat in a bikini. Claudia in this beaded thing. Can't even believe they're both 50 and they're so smoking hot. They look so
1: good. So good. I didn't so know good. that Claudia Schiffer was 50, but... They both look amazing. Yeah. It just makes me so depressed.
0: It makes <laughs> me so depressed. We're so old. And Macaulay Culkin, I mean- 40. How did, how did he become 40? I don't know. The other thing, and, and I know you pointed this out to me, but I did see it. Gigi Hadid, Hadada, how do you say Hadid. Hadid? G-
1: Gigi Hadid.
0: She is another swan who's so smoking hot.
1: And other than Demi Moore, she's the most beautiful- pregnant person that I've ever seen you are aging yourself with the Demi Moore (laughs) pregnant picture no who else have you
0: seen since Demi Moore I don't know I feel like everybody shows has a pregnant picture now you You can have a
1: pregnant picture but I feel like Demi Moore made pregnancy sexy and now we have Gigi and guess what that photo shoot was sick she looked amazing and if I'm Zayn I don't think I yeah. ever come out of my bedroom ever. You got
0: to follow her on Instagram, everybody, and just yeah. check out these pictures. Oh my it's God. amazing. We also got bad news this week. Really I actually bad don't news. understand it. I mean, I really don't understand it. Andrea Savage and her show, I'm Sorry, was going to be season
1: three. Already done, right? Already written, season three, already done. The whole season done. is written, two episodes in the can, and TBS pulls the plug on season three. Right. And
0: pulls it... Because of cutbacks due to COVID and all these things happening, which is so sad. Certainly not being pulled for popularity. Everyone loves her and the show. So I don't know. I'm hoping,
1: I mean, what are your thoughts? Could somebody else pick it up? Well, I wrote an email to Ted Sarandos, who's the president or CEO of of Netflix. Of course, I begged him to please pick up. I'm sorry. Seasons one and two are on Netflix now. It makes perfect sense for him to solve the problem, pick up season three, run the hell out of it, and get it in front of everybody ASAP. We need it. We love it. We've never talked about the show, I'm Sorry, on this podcast i think we might have talked about it when we were practicing but we've never talked about that show and anybody who's home looking for a fun light comedy wait laugh out
0: loud comedy yeah
1: hilarious well written andrea savage is amazing you'd recognize tom everett scott he's amazing in it really 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 great show so everybody start watching it now email ted sarandos maybe someone will pick up season three Ted, if you're listening- everybody email. Huge fan. (laughs) And please pick up my show because I love I'm Sorry so much.
0: Yeah, that was really sad. But what was not sad, and you remember how excited I was about this last week, I told you we needed to talk that Dennis Quaid rescued a cat called Dennis Quaid. Do you remember? I do remember. All right. So he rescues a cat called Dennis Quaid, and I was calling out all of the shelters to start naming the cats. Whatever. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. By the way, I was a new girlfriend. Another story. So everybody should have a cat named after them, and maybe we would get more of these animals rescued from shelters. But Dennis Quaid is now making a non-scripted series called Saving Dennis Quaid (laughs) about how he rescued the cat. It's
1: awesome. It's amazing. We'll all watch it. Oh, I cannot wait to watch it. And then all these other celebrities who need to do something can start their own shows rescuing animals. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So good. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Something for everybody. Actually, good news for me. That we forgot about is that AJ McLean from Backstreet Boys, my favorite boy band of all time, is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. So Nick Carter was on, and now we got AJ. Yeah, are you going to watch Dancing with the Stars? I thought you st- you stopped watching it. I've only watched one season. I never watched it again.
0: Oh, I always watch because I mean I love it, but now I don't know. We'll see. I.
1: I feel like we should try it. I got to give Tyra a shot, right? I got to give Tyra a shot. Yeah, I feel like we have to try it. I do love Tyra. Yeah, I I feel like we just have to give everything a chance these days and see what happens. Everybody deserves a shot.
0: Well, I I think we're going to end today. I decided that I took my favorites for winning in the actor category. So I took Jason Bateman and Eugene Levy, and I decided to give you a little – a little game, a little test. Okay. So there are gonna be four, either show or movie. Okay. And you're gonna tell me which one Jason Bateman was not in. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Brotherly Love, Silver Spoons, Little House on the Prairie, and the Hogan family. Which one was Jason Bateman not in? Little House on the Prairie. That's where you're going with. Yeah. Brotherly love. My was was other choice. I <laughs> thought you were gonna get that because of Joey Lawrence. I thought you were oh, gonna get that. Oh crap. Okay. Do you believe he was in Little House on the Prairie? When you go back and look at Little House on the Prairie and the cast, everyone is in Little House on the Prairie. Kyle is in Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Sharon is in Little House on the Prairie. Yep. Amazing. Okay. Now let's go to Eugene Levy. I am gonna give you four things. You tell me
1: which one he was not in. I'm, I'm gonna get this one wrong too, but okay, let's try. Okay. Splash, he was in that. National Lampoon's
0: Vacation, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm. and
1: Serendipity. Which oh, one crap. was he not in? And I've seen them all numerous I know, times of I have no idea. He was definitely in Splash. Was he in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? I'm going to say he was. What was my other two choices? National Lampoon's Vacation and Serendipity.
0: Serendipity. He was not in that. He was not in Freak for Good Sarah Marsh. <laughs> well, He's in everything. It's so hard to find something he's not in, actually. Oh, he has cameos everywhere. Damn it. All that's right, a good, that that's a good, a good go game. One. I
1: like that game.
0: That was a good one. All right, well, let me get my high noon. Here's to a good week. it out, everybody. And we'll talk next week.
1: Okay, love you. Love you. If you need to talk to us, Check us out on Gmail at We Need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com, Facebook, We Need to Talk, the number two, Instagram, We Need to Talk Podcast, and Twitter at NeedToTalkPod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms, rank us, leave a review. Thanks.